Inspiration is a very powerful tool. And how inspiration comes is from being happy within yourself. Stop downing yourself. Stop putting yourself down. Stop being dissatisfied with, with, you know, where you are, you know, and then just take inventory and do bit by bit. Do piece by piece, man. Then you, you'll get better. See, we, 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 we are processing a lot of this information we're getting. Like, you know, we're going to turn over and be great within seconds. That's not how it works. Life is an ongoing journey. It's an ongoing process. We got to constantly do this. You got to work on it. Just like when I said today, when I said earlier that, you know, practice, start being happy right now. That means you, but you, it has to become habit forming. You got to do it every day. And you got to start, you got to catch yourself. Now, I'm not going to say that negative thing. No, I'm not going to come out that way. I'm not going to do that. And if people interact with me, you get to the point where you, you, you get it so down pat when people interact with you and they act negatively, your happiness is going to blind that. It's your happiness is going to put it out there. It's going to put a stop to it. And, and then you'll start answering. You'll, you'll start saying things differently. And then what, 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 that, what that promotes is people will handle you differently. So I, for an example, uh, you know, I come across all types of people and, you know, I'm not afraid to, you know, communicate and interact with people. And then sometimes, and you can tell when people are coming at you, they're gunning for you and they want to say something, you know, either hurtful or, you know, they want to say something crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't show them that I can act crazy. I don't do that because to me, I'm, I, I'm shifting my state of being and I refuse to do that. I refuse to do that. I, re, I just refuse to do that. You know, so like, like, for instance, unfortunately, you know, in society today, you know, when as opposed to people, you know, expressing something, they'll they'll try to attack your character. And most of these people don't even know me. Or don't don't even know you. They try to attack your character. You we don't have to you don't have to protect your character to people that don't know you. I I mean I I may not ever see that person ever again. You know, I I I'll give you an example. Uh, um this um I was walking down the street and this person bumped into me because they was, you know, texting or whatever they were doing. And then they bumped into me and started calling me names. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> but dude, you bumped into me. If I mean, let's think about it. If you weren't on your phone, if you had your head up, more than likely, you probably would have walked around me or you probably would have saw that, you know, you would have probably, you know, governed yourself or, or you would have kind of, you know, Walk to the other side. And, and, you know, it's just an indication. I know this dude wasn't happy about himself for whatever reason, just based on the language that he was using, how, what, how you begin to talk. Now me, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't succumb to going to his level. See, when you're happy, it gives you, it gives you, um, it gives you confidence in yourself and you don't let stuff like that bother you. See, again, words, words, shouldn't bother you unless they're true. Now, see, if they're true, that means you got to do some some work. 
Like if someone says something to you and if and it's your characteristics, if it's your behavior that you're doing, you need to probably do something about it. But when people are just saying random statements and they're just saying crazy things about you, and particularly if they don't even have an intimate relationship with you and they saying things about you, like, you know, unfortunately, oh man, you're a punk and you this and all that stuff. That really doesn't matter to me. That doesn't matter because you really don't know them. So why do we put so much energy to take away our well-being on, 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 on those sorts of conversations like that? So we have to get away from that. We got we to get away from that. We got to stop doing that. And you got you to decide, say, man, man, listen, <laughs> I am so content. I am so happy. When you're so happy and content, and and you and, and and it gives you a self awareness. You know who you are. You know you know how you're flowing. You know how you move. You know your own movements. When people say stuff that's that's far from what you are, you won't get offended. You won't get mad because you say, "Hey, I know that's not me." And then, secondly, you're thinking, you know, you're thinking your your perception is higher than that. So you don't you don't go low. It reminds me of something with with with, with, um, with President Obama and, and Michelle Obama would say, "We go high, we don't go low," and that, and, and I believe that, that that's the sentiment of happiness, the maintaining your sanity. Because see, happiness maintains your sanity. You go into you you going up and down, and you going up and down. One minute you happy, one minute you you know go up and you know, that's insane behavior, and it's not healthy. It's not healthy. So being sub, being sublime is, you know, you know, it's such an excellent way of living that is is constantly inspiring you. It's just constantly inspiring you. It, you're gonna be inspired, and then you, you know, even you'll start looking at things differently. And then when, once you become happy within yourself, and you start practicing these things, you're gonna want it. You, it's gonna be contagious, and you're gonna want to share it with other people. I'm convinced in today's society, a lot of people are miserable because everybody else around them thinks on that same frequency. It is a signal. We are we are we are creatures of you know we we sense things. We have senses, so everybody you know have that disposition of you know not being happy. That disposition of you know, wearing your experiences on your sleeve, wearing your experiences on your shoulder, and, and it's weighing us down. And, it, and, and quite frankly, it's cheating us from having the real productive, fruitful lives we really can have. Because I really look at it from the point of view, man, I'm, I'm such in a place of happiness. I know that even from even from the um, historical aspect and, and, and political thing, I'm really not supposed to be here. My ancestors, how they got here through slavery and and, 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 and was forced to come here. Although everything is not 100 percent fair, but I'm at a place now that, you know, there was times where. <laughs> I think about I think about those things. How my ancestors probably had it rough, and and, and they had it. It was terrible times. It was bad. It was messed up. They couldn't interact and couldn't be happy because there was there always there was always at the whip. 
And I think a lot of that residue is how we are when it comes to happiness. I mean, I can only talk about me as being a man, being um, 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 being a man of color. You know, it's harder. It seems like it's harder for our people, people of color, to to to, to really, you know, enjoy or or, or experience happiness. We got to do it ourselves, man, because nobody's gonna give it to us. You got to do it yourself. You got to decide. I don't care what experience I had in the past. This time in my life, I'm going to decide that I'm going to be happy. And I'm a, I'm a, I, even if, and, I, and, I, and what I want to say to you, my podcast listeners, if you don't know what real happiness is, go look it up in a dictionary. Look it up. Look up the word happiness. Look up the word happy and see if you're doing any of those things. If your life reflects what you read. That will be your blueprint. And then if it's not, begin to start doing those things. Do them for yourself. See, when you start self-caring from that perspective, you will know how to care for someone else. You will know how to be happy. It's, it's, I find it very interesting that people could be happy for other people, but they can't be happy for themselves because they don't know how to do it. So that, that's an indication. That is that that is that is that's sick. That's a sickness. If you could be happy for other people, but you can't be happy for yourself in a healthy sense. So that's pro- that probably means that happiness that you are exemplifying is probably false. Because you should be able to you should be happy. That happiness that you have for someone else, you're supposed to be doing that for yourself. It first needs to start at home. It needs to start on your ship. It needs to start with you first. I find interesting also in society, even within our relationships, we give good, we give it good advice in relationships, but we're not even doing it in our own relationship. <laughs> so, you know, what's the benefit of it? Oh, you think though that, that information only works for them and doesn't work for you? No, we, we, we got we to gotta begin to, we got to heal from that and start walking in, you know, the betterment of the information that we have been receiving. Because we live in a world now where information is everywhere. And we can definitely learn it. The worst thing you want to do, the worst thing you want to be is, 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 is um, you know... I have to use myself for example. I can't speak about this stuff that I'm speaking on this podcast and not be a doer of it. It's no way, you know, it's redundant if I do that. It makes no sense. So as as, as I'm speaking about these things, I am, it's it's, it's very um, therapeutic for me. It helps me. It reminds me. Did I have to make sure that I have the happiness, you know, that make sure that I, I'm practicing this stuff within myself? So what it does, is it gives me insight on wh- what, what's going on in my life. It gives me insight on what's going on in my relationship. It gives me insight what's going on inside of me. And it always allows me to check myself to make sure. You know, when you have all these things, when you have those four elements 
of, of, of happiness, then you start living in a, a, a grandeur lifestyle. Things will mean more to you. Your heart, you'll be more heart, you know, you, you'll be more heart influenced on what you do for people because you want to do things. You know, I, I want to have an effect on everyone that comes into my life. I want to affect them deeply. I just don't want surface stuff. Surface stuff, you know, doesn't, you know, it, it does, it's not attractive to me. I want to do things that's going to move a person. That's going to shift them emotionally where they, you know, they, you know, it's going to bring them to a, 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 a place of expression and admiration and inspire. I just want to inspire people, inspire you to be, inspire you to be happy, inspire you to, um, you know, reach the goals of happiness within yourself so you could be satisfied right where you are until ch times change. Like for instance, now I, I, I just moved and I'm, I'm happy where I am. My ultimate goal is to get a house. You know, I got a townhouse, but my ultimate goal is to get a five, six bedroom house with maybe, you know, with maybe seven, eight bedrooms. That's my goal. But I'm content and I'm happy here. So I'm experiencing the joys of what I have right now. As opposed, as, as opposed to what I just came from. I was living in an environment where, you know, it was small, it was crowded, it was overcrowded. People all on top of each other. So, of course, you're going to have a high stress level. Of course, you're going to have a high anxiety level. Of course, it's, you know, the air is going to be um, 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 polluted and the air is going to be, you know, permeated with too, too, too much. And then you're going to have um, different ideologies about life different respect levels for human life. So all of that stuff. So now where I am now, it's like peace and quiet. It's trees, it's air. I mean, I have an option where I can sit down on my, I can sit out on a porch. That's happiness to me, I'm happy. My ultimate, you know, see, you need to start being happy now. Don't get happy when you're not gonna be, in other words, you're not gonna be happy when you get to wherever it is you think you want to be. Like, I need to be happy now. And then when I get to where I ultimately want to be, I'll be my happiest. But I'm happy now. That's just like in relationships. Don't You need to be happy now in your love relationship. You need to be happy now. What are we waiting for? What are you waiting for? What am I waiting for? We need to be fully content and happy or else we stop wasting the person's time. You're literally wasting their time if you're not giving, you're not totally happy with the person as you're learning them. See, when you're happy, it allows you, it opens you up to, you know, you evolve and you do it with joy, not with struggle, not with apprehension, when you're happy with yourself, you can do that. And your partner can tell. Your, the greatest joy a partner in, in, in relationship is that you are happy that you're in the relationship and that you're happy 
with them and they're happy with you. That's the greatest joy you can have. Not waiting until whenever comes. It just makes it greater when you finally get to that place. It makes it greater, but you need to learn and you need to begin to do these things on a basic level right where you are. That's why you can start today. Happiness is a choice. Yes, it is. Many people have to realize that. Happiness is a choice and it is up to them to intentionally choose it every single day in their lives. You got to choose it every single day. Happy people refuse to be held hostage. Happy people are, they refuse to be held hostage to their circumstances. And they seek happiness in people and possessions. What It means what you have. Like for instance, I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm a bass player. I have three bass, bass guitars that I like right now. But I have an ultimate other two that I want to get. So does that mean I play these less than until I get the um the one that I actually want? No. Because think about it. I, I'm a bass player. Suppose I didn't have no bass. So I can't really I, I could bass a, a, a bass guitar instrument. So I can't really consider myself a bassist if I don't have a bass. In other words, some of us, we're saying that we in love and we have this and that, but you ain't acting like it. You ain't acting like you in love. You ain't acting like you happy. So you really ain't. And that's what you're showing your partner. That's what you're showing the person that you're supposed to be connected to. You waiting for some magical, mystical moment and you you are supposed to create those moments. That's what happiness will do to you. You'll create the moments that you want. So right now, again, I said I got three. I have three bass guitars that I like, but this, this, this. I saw two other ones that I ultimately would like, but I still play these as is, as if I got the ones that I really like. And if I have joy and happiness in what I have, those other things they will come. They will come. I have to figure out the way how to do it. They will manifest themselves. But I have to be content with what I have. See, I think what happens in relationship, people, people, they play these games. They get with somebody. And if that's not the person you really want, oh, so you're going to wait and then you're going to step out and then get somebody else. Then you're going to be happy. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And it's going to backfire on you. Is that's going to happen to you. The worst thing you could do is you could be more in love with one, um, more happy about being with the person and they're more happy uh, they're not happy or, or as happy as they are with being with you. That stuff, that, that stuff you got to create yourself. Both partners got to create that kind of happiness. I'm so happy that I'm with her. I'm so happy that I'm with him. Both partners have to create that. It can't be a one-sided thing. If it's one-sided, it's going to end up, it's going to end one-sided. So again, many people have to realize that happiness is a choice and it is up to them or it's up to you and I. We have to be intentional with our choice every single day. Happy people refuse to be held hostage by their circumstances. 
and they seek happiness in people and possessions. Some people just not happy people, and, and a lot of us are, are entangled with people like that. A lot of us are, 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 are in relationship with an unhappy person. And you should be able to address that and find out why they're unhappy and, if, and, 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 and try to get the help that they need. But if they refuse to change that, you don't need to stay there. There was one there was one time in my life where I, you know, I thought that I could love a person enough to make us both happy. My love enough was enough. Nope. Nope. All that is is just all that is in, in, in layman's terms. That's one sided relationship. I'm doing all the work and she's just she's just taking, 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 taking. That's all she's doing is taking. That's all he's doing. You doing all the work and all he's doing is taking. No, you don't have to stay in that. When I mean intentionally, you need to be intentionally engaging in and finding those ways, especially for in these um. We in these relationships where, you know, you have one person that's that's you know, that's not happy. And 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 you're happy and or you and you're carrying the relationship. No, they both 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 parties have to do the same thing. That's the only way that you will achieve and no happiness. The per, your part your partner need to be happy within themselves, you know, happy with what they're doing in life, happy happy in the decisions that they made, even if even regarding your career, you could change, you could shift your career. You got to just find something that, that you like to do. Find something that's, that's going to make you, you know, and that's going to inspire you. I just believe that just not enough people are inspired. So their love relationship is not going to be inspiring because they're not inspired themselves. So it's that happiness just not going to be there till they get inspired. Till you get inspired. That's when it can come. By just, by simply knowing that happiness is a choice is not enough. You got to do some work. People today, it's unfortunate that we have this, we have this thought process that things just going to come. And I think that's an arrogant ideology for some of us to just think, oh, I'm this and that, and, and it's just going to come to me. No, you got to do some work. I got to do some work. Love is hard. Relationship is hard. If you want them to, you want a wonderful, happy one, you got to put in the work to get it. Now, when it comes to the scientific um, factor of, of happiness, these, these are some, these are, t- I, I'm going to give you 10 scientific scientifically proven ways to stay happy at all times. And I think this is something that we have to implement in our everyday lives, being happy at all times. Being happy at all times. One, exercise more. Exercise, exercising like jogging, stretching, you know, working out, Thinking positive, it has a positive effect on your thinking and your your performance. That's you know even in, even in an intimate, even when it comes to intimacy, we need you need to exercise. It'll make it better. You you perform better. Exercise more. Two is is you know, thinking positively affects your performance. 
It's what you're thinking. Stop thinking on negative. Stop thinking negative. Be happy. Be happy that you are able to do what you're doing now. You're not going to always stay there because we are constantly evolving into better people. The more you do something, the better you become at it. You want to be good at happiness? Practice being happy more. You'll become better at being happy. You want to be you want to be a bet, better lover to your partner? Practice being more loving. It's, it, I mean, you know, we, 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 we want these things, but we're not putting in the actual work to do them. You can't you can't want love. But all you do is, is, is you just you a practitioner of hate and hatefulness and shortness and impatience. Those are all the attributes of the opposite of love. You're not going to get love that way. And at some point. The person that you with is going to get, they're going to grow weary of that and they're going to want to do want something different. In most cases, most of the time that's that's happening in a lot of relationships, but a lot of people don't know how to get out because they've been there so long. They don't know how to get out. So you step, you know, I just don't believe that you should waste time like that. Don't waste time. Don't waste years. I'm talking, I, I, I'm saying this from experience. I wasted years on something that I thought was going to change by itself and I had to change it in order for me to get my happiness. And the moment I did that, that's when happiness just started exploding all over in my life. But I had to do the work. Number two is positive thinking affects your performance. I said that. Positive thinking perfects, uh, uh, it, it perfects and it affects everything that you do towards your partner and towards anything that you uh, you know, you know that that you that, that that you are trying to do in life. It's positive thinking, the way you think it, how it's going to turn out. Number three, trash your negative thoughts. You got to get rid of all the negative things. What if I mean I don't want to be giving her all this and she ain't giving me this. I don't want to do this and he ain't doing this for me. You got to stop all that because that's where you're gonna be. That's that you. That's because because you thinking that way. That's how you're going to honor your relationship. It's based on how you're thinking. When you think that way, you're going to perform that way. So that means we got to change the way that we are thinking. Negative thoughts. We got to change that. Can't think that way. I'm not even thinking about what I was in my last relationship with my new relationship. I can't think that way because it's going to poison it. The poor, this poor woman ain't going to have a shot. If I think about my past stuff and I keep thinking on those terms, I'll, I won't stand a chance if she constantly thinks about her ex with me. I ain't going to stand a chance. You ain't going to stand a chance. If she's thinking about her ex with you, you ain't going to stand a chance. If he's constantly reminding you of what his ex did to, to, to him, you, my dear, you're not going to stand a chance. You got you got you got to draw the line in the sand. Listen, do you need time to to, to get better from that? Because I need to move on, and there's no guarantee that I'm gonna come back. And there's no and, and it'll be unfair for me to tell you to wait for me. If I'm doing that, see, these are honest conversations we need to have to achieve happiness in relationships. It'll eliminate a lot of the foolishness. It'll it'll eliminate a lot of the game playing. Because see, when you're happiness, when you're happy, it'll give you a different uh, a frame of mind. 
You will be thinking, you will process things differently. You will process things more sensibly and more fairly. So number three, you got to get rid of those negative thoughts. Number four, treasure your treasure your experiences more. Like what we experience. Like I treasure having dinner with my fiance. I treasure it. I treasure us, you know, even if we just get in the car and drive to the supermarket, I treasure those moments because I'm spending time with her. I treasure the moments that we have when we walk, when we start, we started jogging uh, at the new complex where we live, jogging around the trail. I treasure those moments. I treasure seeing her. I treasure, you know, and see what, what happiness does. You begin to fall, you, when you happy, you, when you happy about what you have and the person that you with, you begin to love how they sound. You begin to love just being in the room with them. This is what happiness promotes. And this is ultimately what we all desire, but we have to do the work. We have to do it. It's not just going to come by itself. So I treasure the moments that I have with her. I treasure the moments that she wants to put her head on my chest. I treasure the moment. I treasure the moments. And so and then what it does for me, it makes me want to experience it again. And for most for most men, women, that the way to his heart is not his stomach. The way to his heart is love. And the physicality of it. You admiring him. That's the way to his heart. That's secondary. Food is secondary. And, you know, another thing for some of us that's starting this new journey, write down what you are grateful about. These is like simple things. I'm so grateful that I have somebody in these days where there's millions of people searching, looking for love. They on they on they on dating apps and online, going to bars and all this stuff. I didn't have to do all that. I could have, but that probably would have made my journey lift. That would have lengthened my journey, and that probably would have took me in areas that you know I really didn't need to go down or be in. So I write down what I'm grateful about. I'm grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful that that in spite of in spite of being married before and 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 and, and didn't work out, that I still have the desire. I still believe in fairy tale. I still believe in the waterfalls and in 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 sunsets. I still believe in that stuff. I still believe in romance. I still believe in it. So it hasn't tarnished me. It hasn't poisoned my view. On, on, on companionship and, 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 and peer bonding. It has not did that. It could have, if I let it, I think it has a lot to do with the way I think about it. I believe that I'm in love with the idea of marriage. I'm in love with having one person fulfill my needs. Now, I just need, I just, I just pray that I select the right person that's willing to do it. I, again, uh, that's very important to know. I love the idea of marriage. I love it because it brings me happiness. And I got to make sure that I fulfill my part, the person that I've chosen. I fulfill their needs and I hope they're ready and they're able and they're willing. See, it, I think we can do whatever we decide to do. We just got to be willing to do it. 
So I pray and I hope that my partner is willing to, to fulfill my, all of my needs. So I, I, so I write down those things. Those are things that, are, that I'm grateful for. And number six, practice being mindful of others, others and being mindful of your surroundings, being mindful, being, being considerate in how I speak, you know, and how I say what I say to my partner, how I say what I say to my brother or my sister or my mother, how I say what I say that promotes happiness. I got to be mindful. Be mindful in what you're doing with your partner. Be mindful of them and let, and hope and, and and I believe that they will be they will begin to be mindful of you. And then if that's the case, if you're being mindful and they're not being mindful, that's something that needs to be addressed. And again, your relationship should be a safe haven. And if you if you if you sensing something, if you're feeling a certain kind of way about something. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's right, but it should be addressed. And then whatever the confused state is to get you back on track of happiness, you should be able to have that with your partner. Number seven, these out of these 10 significant proven ways to be happy at all times. Number seven is don't forget to rest. Sometimes ripping and running is not important. Sometimes being there, going to every event somebody invites you to, you don't need to go. You need to get your eight hours of sleep. You need to rest. That will always keep you in a healthy state of mind. That'll always keep you. Rest. Sometimes rest, rest from social media, I dare to say. Rest from watching TV. Read a book. Rest from a lot of, lot of this stuff because... You, whether we want to admit it or not, what we do it is has a, a great influence in the way we view happiness, in the way we view the world. So that's I, I, I know me me as a person I like movies. That's why I I, I view all types of mu movies. I don't have one specific genre. I love rom coms. I love I love romance. I love thrillers. I love suspense movies. I just started getting into horror movies because I really wasn't into horror. And then, you know, I, you know, I, and so of course, I, I, I'm into like sporty sports movies, fast cars, you know, and then, you know, violent movies, act, action, action packed movies. You know, the superhero things. I'm, I'm into those sorts of things. But I have a, I have a, a. a, a um, a full spectrum of the genre of movies that I watch. I like foreign films. I, I'm not I'm not allocated to just one type of movie. I like all types of stuff, and I think that builds, you know, th that gives me a sense of, of of and have my pulse on the ideas and the perceptions of how others see the world. So I always, you know, I always do that. You know, I I, I consider those things. Number eight, dedicate a little time of helping others. I've always, this is 10 scientifically proven ways to stay happy. So these are things that you need to do. These 10 things will make your life better immediately. 
Dedicate a little time to help someone, like help an elderly person. You got any elderly people in your family? Go help them. Maybe you can go by there and sit down and talk with them for a little bit or run a couple of errands for them. You know, and uh, uh, number nine is focus on the focus on the life that you want, you know. In, in your relationship, focus on that type of life, man. You can have you can have a, a, a blissful life with your partner without arguments and without all those without, without all that chaotic energy. You can have that. You can have that for sure. You just got to decide that's what you're going to do. I know what I knew, um, and from my past experiences and stuff like like that, I I decided. I decided, you know, and I, and I think I believe I'm fortunate that I'm still intact, that I feel that, you know, that marriage and relationships that, you know, the long term ones that I was in didn't damage or 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 or, or kill my, my ideology about relationships. So I focus on the type of life I, I want. I want a gentle woman that I can come to. I don't need to, uh, to me, uh, when it comes to, you know, the roles that partners play, I, I want to play my role as the masculine role. And, and I, and I believe the strength of a woman is her femininity. I don't think she don't have to do anything else. She remains feminine. She wins me over every time. If you being rough and tough, you act like a man, then I got, I mean, I'm, that's not my, 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 my forte, you know, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be. Um, and, and, you know, experiencing masculine energy. I have that myself. I want to experience feminine energy. So that's what makes me happy. And I think that uh, when it comes to the kind of life that you want with your partner. And I, I forestated it before. You know that I, I chose my partner, and I and I and I, and my, my intent is to fulfill her fulfill her and satisfy her needs to to the best of my ability and I and that's the same thing I expect from her to you know fulfill me and I ain't got to worry about it or those certain things such as intimacy sex and all that kind of, I ain't got to worry about that cuz I have her and she completes that and it's a, it's rarely in the, is ready and available that's what most men want that's what most men want uh uh um even though popularity saying other things like the way to a man's heart is to his stomach, you know, that's secondary. It's first the way to a man's heart is love and, and that the intimacy level and all that stuff and honor. That's our love language. For me, I, I, I want honor. I want respect. And if I have honor and respect, I'm, the love and the intimacy and the sex is going to come. So, I, I, for you gentlemen, you got to gauge that. You got to gauge that on how it's being performed. See, again, love again is an act, acts of performance. So if if you're not, you know, if you're not getting that honor and that respect, just know that your love life is going to be very little. You're not getting it. So if that if you're not getting it, you got to understand. You got to figure out what's going on. You got to figure out what's going on and. And, and you got to make sure that, you know, you know, that you guys are not missing each other, you know, passing in a night, like ships passing in a night. You got to you at some point you got to anchor and say, hey, you going south. I'm going north. We supposed to be going, you know, in the same direction. Then you got to fight, got to try to um, pull together 
And all this kind of stems from the state of being, which is your happiness. I think a lot of times when if you I believe that if you are happy, well adjusted person, your mate is going to always want to be around you. Or if they're happy, well adjusted and happy within themselves, not living in the in the confounds of their past more than likely, that's when you, you're going to have you're going to always have a lot of um, intermingling with your mate and it's going to make it's going to promote happiness. It's going to pro- promote strength in your relationship. And then you can have the kind of relationship that you want. You have that that mental that mental relationship with your partner where, you know, mentally you're always talking. You have nice intellectual conversations and, and it's OK to disagree. It's OK to have different views. But as long as it doesn't get to the point where, you know, you, you know, you're downing the other person or you you attacking someone's character. That's something else. And that's something that probably need to be looked at because it shouldn't bring that. On an on intellectual level. And then if you have happiness and with your in your relationship and and this kind of focused life, you know, when it comes to the intimacy and the sex, sex, sexual aspects of your relationship, there should be no lacking. And in, in other words, it should be evolving and it should be new experiences, trying new different things because you're connecting to someone that makes you happy because they're already happy. And they make you happy because you're already happy. And then once you once you once you have that paradigm in your relationship, you know, sex, I mean, when it comes to, you know, your intimacy and your sexual um, um, your sexual relationship, it's going to be astounding. It's going to be skyrocketing. She want to experience and do things with you that she did. She, you know, normally probably wouldn't do. And he you would probably do things with her. If you have that happiness, if you're happy about being with her, if he she's happy about being with you. But in order for those things to 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 be in fruition, you must be happy within yourself first. You got to be happy on those basic levels, not when it comes to, you know, the um, the um, people in the in the possessions. I think a lot of times we skip that. We go straight to that as opposed to being content and happy with ourselves. And not living in the regrets of our past. That's why we have to resolve those issues before we can move forward in relationships. Unfortunately, a lot of society tells you in order for you to get over a bad thing, jump involved with something nothing else. No, you got to make sure you don't jump involved and bring that same thing with you. So that's why I dare to say that in, in relationships, you got to make sure even if they go wrong, you still had something to do with it. You were a part of it. So you just can't blame it totally on your ex or I can't just totally blame it on my ex. I had something to do with it. Too, because I was there. So I got to make sure I don't bring that same kind of energy in my new thing, my new my new relationship that won't promote the happiness that I've been talking about. And 10, the final one is focus on all your strengths. If you are nice, if you prepare things, if you if you do, if you like to, you know, buy your buy, if you like to buy things for your for for your for your partner, do that. Focus on that good stuff, and then the weak things, your weaknesses, recognize them and begin to work on them. Okay, my weaknesses. Sometimes I just, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel like sitting in the room with her. I don't feel like I don't feel like being with her. You can't do that. That that's self that's selfishness. You can't do that selfishness. You can't do that. 
or else you're not going to be happy. You got to come, sometimes you got to come into her world. And some uh, ladies, I'm going to tell you, sometimes you got to come into his world. He might be a, you know, he might be, he might be into sports. You know, you may not have the, the patience and the tolerance to watch, you know, the third and fourth quarter and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes because you're happy, you're willing to experience that with him. And that shows him and that fortifies to him that you love him and that you're happy with him. Just like fellas, the same thing. Like some of you, some fellas, you, I know you don't like mushy movies, like love, um, you know, romantic movies and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes you got to get off that, you got to get off your, you got to kick in your masculinity and sit down and watch one with her or go to the movies with her. Because if you don't do it, eventually she's going to go with somebody else and you don't want that. Just like ladies, eventually with, 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 with your, with, with your husband or with your partner, you, you don't want somebody else to, to substitute and take your place, particularly not another female. You don't want to do that. And again, you made, we make these choices, but we don't want to follow through, man. A lot of us don't like to follow through. We've tried, we want to, we want to give the impression that we want to follow through, but then we don't. You don't. Ladies, your responsibility is to, to touch that man, hold him, hold his hand, make love to him, sex, whenever he wants. Men, your responsibility is to give her security, show her that you, 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 you understand how she feels, that you know that she's emotional, that you can connect with her when she's going through those kind of things. You got to be able to do that too. That promotes happiness. That, promote, that promotes healthiness in your relationship. So stay focused on your strengths in your relationship. Stay focused. Focus on your strengths and keep fortifying them. Doing them every day. Doing it every day. And you'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. I know some of us, you know, I'm not touchy-feely, you know. I don't like to touch her, touch her all the time. So you gotta, you, once you do it, it'll be appreciated and it'll become something that you'll do. And then you, you'll begin to like and enjoy doing it. Touch is very important in a relationship. Touch. That makes people happy. So those are the 10, those are the 10 scientific foolproof facts that will, 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 that will create happiness in your life immediately. If you start, if you start to practice it, doing them right now. So as I, as I wind down, ladies and gentlemen, all I just want to tell you to do is happiness is a choice. You got to choose to do it. You got to create environment, your mindset, and then what, and it has to start with you. If you, you know, you and your, you, you and your, um, union with your partner and it's always, somebody's always grumpy and somebody's always, you know, crabby and all this, you got to decide, you got to decide not to respond in that way because it takes two to tangle. If you always fussing and arguing, somebody has to stop or else that's going to keep going on and find better ways. And I believe if you're happy in yourself, you'll start doing happy things when you, when, when it comes to you interacting with your partner, you, you won't, you won't uh, approach them the same way. And then you'll be more considerate. 
So those 10, those 10 attributes, I say, I say to you, my listening audience, please begin to practice those things. I guarantee you it's going to make your life the better. Thank you again for listening to our podcast on today. This is Live Well Today. I'm your podcast host, George, and I wish you well, peace and joy. Thanks again. Until the next time. Have a wonderful day. Inspiration is a very powerful tool. And how inspiration comes is from being happy within yourself. Stop downing yourself. Stop putting yourself down. Stop being dissatisfied with, with, you know, where you are, you know, and then just take inventory and do bit by bit. Do piece by piece, man. Then you, you get better. See, we, 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 we are processing a lot of this information we're getting like, you know, we're going to turn over and be great within seconds. That's not how it works. Life is an ongoing journey. It's an ongoing process. We got to constantly do this. You got to work on it. Just like when I said today, when I said earlier that, you know, practice, start being happy right now. That means you, but you, it has to become habit forming. You got to do it every day and you got to start, you got to catch yourself. Now, I'm not going to say that negative thing. No, I'm not going to come out that way. I'm not going to do that. And if people interact with me, you get to the point where you, you, you get it so down pat when people interact with you and they act negatively, your happiness is going to, going to blind that. It's your happiness is going to put it out there. It's going to put a stop to it. And, and then you'll start answering. You'll, you'll start saying things differently. And then what, 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 that, what that promotes is people will handle you differently. So I, for an example, I, you know, I come across all types of people. And, you know, I'm not afraid to, you know, communicate and interact with people. And then sometimes, and you can tell when people are coming at you, they're gunning for you and they want to say something, you know, either hurtful or, you know, they want to say something crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't show them that I can act crazy. I don't do that because to me, I'm, I'm shifting my state of being and I refuse to do that. I refuse to do that. I I just refuse to do that. You know, so like, like, for instance, unfortunately, you know, in society today, you know, when as opposed to people, you know, expressing something, they'll they'll try to attack your character. And most of these people don't even know me or don't don't even know you. They try to attack your character. You we don't have to you don't have to protect your character to people that don't know you. I, I mean, I may not ever see that person ever again. You know, I, I, I'll give you an example. Uh, um, this, um, I was walking down the street and this person bumped into me because they was, you know, texting or whatever they were doing. And then they bumped into me and started calling me names. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> but dude, you bumped into me. If I mean, let's think about it. If you weren't on your phone, if you had your head up, more than likely, you probably would have walked around me or you probably would have saw that, you know, you would have probably, you know, governed yourself or you would have kind of, you know, walked to the other side. And, and, you know, it's just an indication. I know this dude wasn't happy about himself for whatever reason, just based on the language that he was using, how, what, how you begin to talk. Now, me, I didn't I didn't I didn't. um. 
I didn't succumb to going to his level. See, when you're happy, it gives you it gives you um, it gives you confidence in yourself and you don't let stuff like that bother you. See, again, words, words shouldn't bother you unless they're true. Now, see, if they're true, that means you got to do some some work. Like if someone says something to you and if and it's your characteristics, if it's your behavior that you're doing, you need to probably do something about it. But when people are just saying random statements and they're just saying crazy things about you, and particularly if they don't even have an intimate relationship with you and they're saying things about you, like, you know, unfortunately, oh man, you're a punk and you this and all that stuff. That really doesn't matter to you. That doesn't matter because you really don't know them. So why do we put so much energy to take away our well-being on, 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 on those sorts of conversations like that? So we have to get away from that. We got we got to get away from that. We got to stop doing that. And you got you got to decide. Say, man, man, listen. <laughs> I am so content. I am so happy. When you're so happy and content, and and you and and, and it, it gives you a self awareness. You know who you are. You know you know how you're flowing. You know how you move. You know your own movements. When people say stuff that's that's far from what you are, you won't get offended. You won't get mad. <laughs> Because you say, hey, I know that's not me. And then secondly, you're thinking, you know, you're thinking your your perception is higher than that. So you don't you don't go low. It reminds me of something with 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 President Obama and and Michelle Obama would say, we go high. We don't go low. And and, and I believe that, that that's the sentiment of happiness, the maintaining your sanity. Cause see, happiness maintains your sanity. You go into you, you going up and down, and you going up and down. One minute you happy, one minute you, you know, go up and down. that's insane behavior, and it's not healthy. It's not healthy. So being sub, being sublime is, you know, you know, it's such an excellent way of living that is is constantly inspiring you. It's just constantly inspiring you. It, you're gonna be inspired, and then you, you know, even you'll start looking at things differently. And then when, once you become happy within yourself, and you start practicing these things, you're gonna want it. You, it's gonna be contagious, and you're gonna want to share it with other people. I'm convinced in today's society, a lot of people are miserable because everybody else around them thinks on that same frequency. It is a signal. We are, we, are, we are creatures of, you know, we, we sense things. We have senses. So everybody, you know, have that disposition of, you know, not being happy. That disposition of, you know, wearing your experiences on your sleeve. Wearing your experiences on your shoulder. And, and it's weighing us down. And, it, and, and quite frankly, it's cheating us from having the real productive, fruitful lives we really can have. Because I really look at it from the point of view, man, I'm, I'm such in a place of happiness. I know that even from even from the um, historical aspect and, and, and political thing, I'm really not supposed to be here. My ancestors, how they got here through slavery and, 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 and was forced to come here. Although everything is not 100 percent fair, but I'm at a place now that, you know, there was times where 
I think about I think about those things. How my ancestors probably had it rough and and, and they had it. It was terrible times. It was bad. It was messed up. They couldn't interact and couldn't be happy because there was always there was always at the whip. And I think that a lot of that residue is how we are when it comes to happiness. I mean, I can only talk about me as being a man, being um, 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 being a man of color. You know, it's harder. It seems like it's harder for our people, people of color, to to to, to really, you know, enjoy or or, or experience happiness. We got to do it ourselves, man, because nobody's gonna give it to us. You got to do it yourself. You got to decide. I don't care what experience I had in the past. This time in my life, I'm going to decide that I'm going to be happy. And I'm a, I'm a, I, even if, and, I, and, I, and what I want to say to you, my podcast listeners, if you don't know what real happiness is, go look it up in a dictionary. Look it up. Look up the word happiness. Look up the word happy and see if you're doing any of those things. If your life reflects what you read. That will be your blueprint. And then if it's not, begin to start doing those things. Do them for yourself. See, when you start self-caring from that perspective, you will know how to care for someone else. You will know how to be happy. It's, it's, I find it very interesting that people could be happy for other people, but they can't be happy for themselves because they don't know how to do it. So that that's an indication that is that that is that is that's sick. That's a sickness. If you could be happy for other people, but you can't be happy for yourself in a healthy sense. So that's pro- that probably means that happiness that you are exemplifying is probably false. Because you should be able to you should be happy. That happiness that you have for someone else, you're supposed to be doing that for yourself. It first needs to start at home. It needs to start on your ship. It needs to start with you first. I find interesting also in society, even within our relationships, we give good, we give it good advice in relationships, but we're not even doing it in our own relationship. <laughs> so, you know, What's the benefit of it? Oh, you think though that that information only works for them and doesn't work for you? No, we 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 gotta we gotta begin to we gotta heal from that and start walking in you know the betterment of the information that we have been receiving because we live in a world now where information is everywhere and we can definitely learn it. The worst thing you want to do, the worst thing you want to be is, 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 is um, you know, I, I have to use myself for example. I can't speak about this stuff that I'm speaking on this podcast and not be a doer of it. It's no way, it, 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 you know, it's redundant if I do that. It makes no sense. So as, I, as, as I'm speaking about these things, I am... It's, 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 it's very um, therapeutic for me. It helps me. It reminds me that I have to make sure that I have the happiness, you know, that make sure that I, I'm practicing this stuff within myself. 
So what it does is it gives me insight on what, what, what's going on in my life. It gives me insight on what's going on in my relationship. It gives me insight what's going on inside of me. And it always allows me to check myself, to make sure. You know, when you have all these things, when you have those four elements of, of, of happiness, then you start living in a, a, a grandeur lifestyle. Things will mean more to you. Your heart, you'll be more heart, you know, you, you'll be more heart influenced on what you do for people because you want to do things. You know, I, I want to have an effect on everyone that comes into my life. I want to affect them deeply. I just don't want surface stuff. Surface stuff, you know, doesn't, you know, it, it does, it's not attractive to me. I want to do things that's going to move a person. That's going to shift them emotionally where they, you know, they, you know, it's going to bring them to a, 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 a place of expression and admiration and inspire. I just want to inspire people, inspire you to be, inspire you to be happy, inspire you to, um, you know, Reach the goals of happiness within yourself so you could be satisfied right where you are until ch times change. Like, for instance, now I, I, I just moved and I'm, I'm happy where I am. My ultimate goal is to get a house. You know, I got a townhouse, but my ultimate goal is to get a five, six bedroom house. With maybe, you know, with maybe seven, eight bedrooms. That's my goal. But I'm content and I'm happy here. So I'm experiencing the joys of what I have right now. As opposed, as, as opposed to what I just came from. I was living in an environment where, you know, it was small, it was crowded. It was overcrowded. People all on top of each other. So, of course, you're going to have a high stress level. Of course, you're going to have a high anxiety level. Of course, it's, you know, the air is going to be um, 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 polluted and the air is going to be, you know, permeated with too, too, too much. And then you're going to have um, different ideologies about life different respect levels for human life. So all of that stuff. So now where I am now, it's like peace and quiet. It's trees, it's air. I mean, I have an option where I can sit down on my, I can sit out on a porch. That's happiness to me. I'm happy. My ultimate, you know, see, you need to start being happy now. Don't get happy when you're not going to be, in other words, you're not going to be happy when you get to wherever it is you think you want to be. Like, I need to be happy now. And then when I get to where I ultimately want to be, I'll be my happiest. But I'm happy now. That's just like in relationships. Don't You need to be happy now in your love relationship. You need to be happy now. What are we waiting for? What are you waiting for? What am I waiting for? We need to be fully content and happy or else we stop wasting the person's time. You literally wasting their time. If you're not giving, you're not totally happy with the person as you're learning them. See, when you're happy, it allows you, it opens you up 
to, you know, you'll evolve and you'll do it with joy, not with struggle, not with apprehension. When you're happy with yourself, you can do that and your partner could tell. Your, the greatest joy a partner in, in, in relationship is that you are happy that you're in the relationship and that you're happy with them and they're happy with you. That's the greatest joy you can have. Not waiting until whenever comes. It just makes it greater when you finally get to that place. It makes it greater, but you need to learn and you need to begin to do these things on a basic level right where you are. That's why you can start today. Happiness is a choice. Yes, it is. Many people have to realize that happiness is a choice and it is up to them to intentionally choose it every single day. In their lives, you got to choose it every single day. Happy people refuse to be held hostage. Happy people are they refuse to be held hostage to their circumstances and they seek happiness in people and possessions. What it means, what you have. Like, for instance, I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm a bass player. I have three basses, bass guitars that I like right now, but I have an ultimate other two that I want to get. So does that mean I play these less than until I get the, um, the one that I actually want? No, because think about it. I, I'm a bass player. Suppose I didn't have no bass. So I can't really, I, I could uh, a bass guitar instrument. So I can't really consider myself a bassist if I don't have a bass. In other words, some of us, we're saying that we in love and we have this and that, but you ain't acting like it. You ain't acting like you in love. You ain't acting like you happy. So you really ain't. And that's what you're showing your partner. That's what you're showing the person that you, you're supposed to be connected to. You waiting for some magical, mystical moment and you are, you are supposed to create those moments. That's what happiness will do to you. You'll create the moments that you want. So right now, again, I said I got three. I have three bass guitars that I like, but this, this, this. I saw two other ones that I ultimately would like, but I still play these as is, as if I got the ones that I really like. And if I have joy and happiness in what I have, those other things they will come. They will come. I have to figure out the way how to do it. They will manifest themselves. But I have to be content with what I have. See, I think what happens in relationships, people, people, they play these games. They get with somebody. And if that's not the person you really want, oh, so you're going to wait and then you're going to step out and then get somebody else. Then you're going to be happy. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And it's going to backfire on you. Is that's going to happen to you. The worst thing you could do is you could be more in love with one, um, more happy about being with the person and then more happy uh, they're not happy or, or as happy as they are with being with you. That stuff, that, that stuff you got to create yourself. Both partners got to create that kind of happiness. I'm so happy that I'm with her. I'm so happy that I'm with him. Both partners have to create that. It can't be a one-sided thing. If it's one-sided, 
It's going to end up, it's going to end one-sided. So again, many people have to realize that happiness is a choice and it is up to them or it's up to you and I. We have to be intentional with our choice every single day. Happy people refuse to be held hostage by their circumstances. And they seek happiness in people and possessions. Some people just not happy people. And, and a lot of us are, are entangled with people like that. A lot of us are, 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 are in relationship with an unhappy person. And you should be able to address that and find out why they're unhappy and, if, and, 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 and try to get the help that they need. But if they refuse to change that, you don't need to stay there. There was one there was one time in my life where I, you know, I thought that I could love a person enough to make us both happy. My love enough was enough. No, nope. All that is is just all that is in, in, in layman's terms. That's one sided relationship. I'm doing all the work and she's just she's just taking, 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 taking. That's all she's doing is taking. That's all he's doing. You doing all the work and all he's doing is taking. No, you don't have to stay in that. When I mean intentional, you need to be intentionally engaging in and finding those ways, especially for in these. Um, we in these relationships where, you know, you have one person that's that's, you know, that's not happy. And, and, and you're happy and or you and you're carrying the relationship. No, they both 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 parties have to do the same thing. That's the only way that you will achieve and know happiness. The per, your, par, your partner need to be happy within themselves, you know, happy with what they're doing in life, happy, happy in the decisions that they made. Even if even regarding your career, you could change, you could shift your career. You got to just find something that, that you like to do. Find something that's, that's going to make you, you know, and that's going to inspire you. I just believe that just not enough people are inspired. So their love relationship is not going to be inspiring because they're not inspired themselves. So it's that happiness is just not going to be there till they get inspired. Till you get inspired. That's when it can come. By just by simply knowing that happiness is a choice is not enough. You got to do some work. People today, it's unfortunate that we have this we have this thought process that things just going to come. And I think that's an arrogant ideology for some of us to just think, oh, I'm this and that and, and it's just going to come to me. No, you got to do some work. I got to do some work. Love is hard. Relationship is hard. If you want them to you want a wonderful, happy one, you got to put in the work to get it. Now, when it comes to the scientific um, factor of, of happiness, these, these are some, these are, I, I'm going to give you 10 scientific, scientifically proven ways to stay happy at all times. And I think this is something that we have to implement in our everyday lives, being happy at all times. Being happy at all times. One, exercise more. Exercise, exercising like jogging, stretching, you know, working out, 
thinking positive, it has a positive effect on your thinking and your, your performance. That's, you know, even in, even in the intimate, even when it comes to intimacy, we need, you need to exercise. It'll make it better. You, you'll perform better. Exercise more. Two is, is you know, thinking positively affects your performance. It's what you're thinking. Stop thinking on negative. Stop thinking negative. Be happy. Be happy that you are able to do what you're doing now. You're not going to always stay there because we are constantly evolving into better people. The more you do something, the better you become at it. You want to be good at happiness? Practice being happy more. You'll become better at being happy. You want to be you want to be a bet, better lover to your partner? Practice being more loving. It's, it, I mean, you know, we, 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 we want these things, but we're not putting in the actual work to do them. You can't you can't want love. But all you do is, is, is you just you a practitioner of hate and hatefulness and shortness and impatience. Those are all the attributes of the opposite of love. You're not going to get love that way. And at some point. The person that you with is going to get, they're going to grow weary of that and they're going to want to do want something different. In most cases, most of the time that's that's happening in a lot of relationships, but a lot of people don't know how to get out because they've been there so long. They don't know how to get out. So you step, you know, I just don't believe that you should waste time like that. Don't waste time. Don't waste years. I'm talking, I, I, I'm saying this from experience. I wasted years on something that I thought was going to change by itself and I had to change it in order for me to get my happiness. And the moment I did that, that's when happiness just started exploding all over in my life. But I had to do the work. Number two is positive thinking affects your performance. I said that. Positive thinking perfects, uh, 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 it, it perfects and it affects everything that you do towards your partner and towards anything that you uh, you know, you know that that you that, that that you are trying to do in life. It's positive thinking, the way you think it, how it's going to turn out. Number three, trash your negative thoughts. You got to get rid of all the negative things. What if I mean I don't want to be giving her all this and she ain't giving me this. I don't want to do this and he ain't doing this for me. You got to stop all that because that's where you're gonna be. That's that you. That's because because you thinking that way. That's how you're going to honor your relationship. It's based on how you're thinking. When you think that way, you're going to perform that way. So that means we got to change the way that we are thinking. Negative thoughts. We got to change that. Can't think that way. I'm not even thinking about what I was in my last relationship with my new relationship. I can't think that way because it's going to poison it. The poor, this poor woman ain't going to have a shot. If I think about my past stuff and I keep thinking on those terms, I'll, I won't stand a chance if she constantly thinks about her ex with me. I ain't going to stand a chance. You ain't going to stand a chance. If she's thinking about her ex with you, you ain't going to stand a chance. If he's constantly reminding you of what his ex did to, to, to him, you, my dear, you're not going to stand a chance. You got you got you got to draw the line in the sand. Listen, do you need time to, to, to get better from that? 
Because I need to move on. And there's no guarantee that I'm going to come back. And there's no, and, and it'll be unfair for me to tell you to wait for me if I'm doing that. See, these are honest conversations we need to have to achieve happiness in relationships. It'll eliminate a lot of the foolishness. It'll, it'll eliminate a lot of the game playing. Because, see, when you're happiness, when you're happy, it'll give you a different uh, a frame of mind. You will be thinking, you will process things differently. You will process things more sensibly and more fairly. So number three, you got to get rid of those negative thoughts. Number four, treasure your, treasure your experiences more. Like what we experience. Like I treasure having dinner with my fiance. I treasure it. I treasure us, you know, even if we just get in the car and drive to the supermarket, I treasure those moments because I'm spending time with her. I treasure the moments that we have when we walk, when we start, we started jogging uh, at the new complex where we live, jogging around the trail. I treasure those moments. I treasure seeing her. I treasure, you know, and see what, what happiness does. You begin to fall, you, when you happy, you, when you happy about what you have and the person that you with, you begin to love how they sound. You begin to love just being in the room with them. This is what happiness promotes. And this is ultimately what we all desire, but we have to do the work. We have to do it. It's not just going to come by itself. So I treasure the moments that I have with her. I treasure the moments that she wants to put her head on my chest. I treasure the moment. I treasure the moments. And so and then what it does for me, it makes me want to experience it again. And for most, for most men, women, that, the way to his heart is not his stomach. The way to his heart is love and the physicality of it. You admiring him. That's the way to his heart. That's secondary. Food is secondary. And, you know, another thing for some of us that's starting this new journey, write down what you are grateful about. These is like simple things. I'm so grateful that I have somebody in these days where there's millions of people searching, looking for love. They on they on they on dating apps and online, going to bars and all this stuff. I didn't have to do all that. I could have, but that probably would have made my journey that would have lengthened my journey, and that probably would have took me in areas that you know I really didn't need to go down or be in. So I write down what I'm grateful about. I'm grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful that that in spite of in spite of being married before and 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 and, and didn't work out, that I still have the desire. I still believe in fairy tale. I still believe in the waterfalls and in 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 sunsets. I still believe in that stuff. I still believe in romance. I still believe in it. So it hasn't tarnished me. It hasn't poisoned my view. On, on, on companionship and, 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 and peer bonding. It has not did that. It could have if I let it. I think it has a lot to do with the way I think about it. I believe that I'm in love with the idea of marriage. I'm in love with having one person fulfill my needs. Now, I just need, I just, I just pray that I select the right person that's willing to do it. 
I, again, uh, that's very important to know. I love the idea of marriage. I love it because it brings me happiness. And I got to make sure that I fulfill my part, the person that I've chosen, I fulfill their needs and I hope they're ready and they're able and they're willing. See, it, I think we can do whatever we decide to do. We just got to be willing to do it. So I pray and I hope that my partner is willing to, to fulfill my, all of my needs. So I, I, so I write down those things. Those are things that, are, that I'm grateful for. And number six, practice being mindful of others, others and being mindful of your surroundings, being mindful, being, being considerate in how I speak, you know, and how I say what I say to my partner, how I say what I say to my brother or my sister or my mother, how I say what I say that promotes happiness. I got to be mindful. Be mindful in what you're doing with your partner. Be mindful of them and let, and hope and, and and I believe that they will be they will begin to be mindful of you. And then if that's the case, if you're being mindful and they're not being mindful, that's something that needs to be addressed. And again, your relationship should be a safe haven. And if you if you if you sensing something, if you're feeling a certain kind of way about something. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's right, but it should be addressed. And then whatever the confused state is to get you back on track of happiness, you should be able to have that with your partner. Number seven, these out of these 10 significant proven ways to be happy at all times. Number seven is don't forget to rest. Sometimes ripping and running is not important. Sometimes being there, going to every event somebody invites you to, you don't need to go. You need to get your eight hours of sleep. You need to rest. That will always keep you in a healthy state of mind. That'll always keep you. Rest. Sometimes rest, rest from social media, I dare to say. Rest from watching TV. Read a book. Rest from a lot of, lot of this stuff because... You, whether we want to admit it or not, what we do, it is, has a, a great influence in the way we view happiness and the way we view the world. So that's I, I, I know me, me as a person, I like movies. That's why I, I, I view all types of mu movies. I don't have one specific genre. I love rom-coms. I love I love romance I love thrillers. I love suspense movies. I just started getting into horror movies because I really wasn't into horror. And then, you know, I, you know, I, and so of course, I, I, I'm into like sporty sports movies, fast cars, you know, and then, you know, violent movies, act, action, action packed movies. You know, the superhero things. I'm, I'm into those sorts of things. But I have a I have a. a, a, a um, a full spectrum of the genre of movies that I watch. I like foreign films. I, I'm not I'm not allocated to just one type of movie. I like all types of stuff, and I think that builds, you know, th that gives me a sense of, of of and have my pulse on the ideas and the perceptions of how others see the world. 
So I always, you know, I always do that. You know, I, I, I consider those things. Number eight, dedicate a little time of helping others. I've always, this is 10 scientifically proven ways to stay happy. So these are things that you need to do. These 10 things will make your life better immediately. Dedicate a little time to help someone, like help an elderly person. You got any elderly people in your family? Go help them. Maybe you can go by there and sit down and talk with them for a little bit or run a couple of errands for them. You know, and uh, uh, number nine is focus on the focus on the life that you want, you know, in, in your relationship. Focus on that type of life, man. You can have you can have a, a, a blissful life with your partner without arguments and without all those without, without all that chaotic energy. You can have that. You can have that for sure. You just got to decide that's what you're going to do. I know what I knew um, and from my past experiences and stuff like like that. I, I decided I decided, you know, and I, and I think I believe I'm fortunate that I'm still intact, that I feel that, you know, that marriage and relationships that, you know, the long term ones that I was in didn't damage or 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 or, or, or kill my, my ideology about relationships. So. I focus on the type of life I, I want. I want a gentle woman that I can come to. I don't need to, uh, to me, uh, when it comes to, you know, the roles that partners play, I, I want to play my role as the masculine role. And, and, I, and I believe the strength of a woman is her femininity. I don't think she don't have to do anything else. She remains feminine. She wins me over every time. If you being rough and tough, you acting like a man, then I got, I mean, I'm, that's not my, 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 my forte. You know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, um, and, you know, experiencing masculine energy. I have that myself. I want to experience feminine energy. So that's what makes me happy. And I think that uh, when it comes to the kind of life that you want with your partner, and I, I forestated it before, you know, that I, I chose my partner and I, and I and I and my my intent is to fulfill her, fulfill her and satisfy her needs to, to the best of my ability. And I and that's the same thing I expect from her to, you know, fulfill me. And I ain't got to worry about it, all, those certain things such as intimacy, sex and all that. I ain't got to worry about that because I have her. She completes that. And it's a, it's rarely in the, is ready and available. That's what most men want. That's what most men want. Uh, uh, um, even though popularity saying other things like the way to a man's heart is to his stomach, you know, that's secondary. It's first the way to a man's heart is love and and that the intimacy level and all that stuff and honor. That's our love language. For me, I I, I want honor. I want respect. And if I have honor and respect, I'm, the love and the intimacy and the sex is going to come. So I, I, for you, gentlemen, you got to gauge that. You got to gauge that on how it's being performed. See, again, love, again, is an act, acts of performance. So if, if you're not, you know, if you're not getting that honor and that respect, just know that your love life is going to be very little. You're not getting it. So if that if you're not getting it, you gotta understand. You gotta figure out what's going on. You gotta figure out what's going on, and 
and and you got to make sure that you know you know did that you guys are not missing each other. You know, passing in the night, like one ships passing in the night. You gotta you at some point you gotta anchor and say, hey, you going south, I'm going north. We supposed to be going, you know, in the same direction. Then you gotta fight, gotta try to um, pull together. And all this kind of stems from the state of being, which is your happiness. I think a lot of times when if you I believe that if you are happy, well adjusted person, your mate is going to always want to be around you. Or if they're happy, well adjusted and happy within themselves, not living in the in the confounds of their past more than likely, that's when you, you're going to have you're going to always have a lot of um, intermingling with your mate. And it's going to make it's going to promote happiness. It's going to promote strength in your relationship. And then you can have the kind of relationship that you want. You have that that mental that mental relationship with your partner where, you know, mentally you're always talking. You have nice intellectual conversations and, and it's OK to disagree. It's OK to have different views. But as long as it doesn't get to the point where, you know, you, you know, you're downing the other person or you you attacking someone's character. That's something else. And that's something that probably need to be looked at because it shouldn't bring that. On an on intellectual level. And then if you have happiness and with your in your relationship and and this kind of focused life, you know, when it comes to the intimacy and the sex, sex, sexual aspects of your relationship, there should be no lacking. And in, in other words, it should be evolving and it should be new experiences, trying new different things because you're connecting to someone that makes you happy because they're already happy. And they make you happy because you're already happy. And then once you once you once you have that paradigm in your relationship, you know, sex, I mean, when it comes to, you know, your intimacy and your sexual um, um, your sexual relationship, it's going to be astounding. It's going to be skyrocketing. She want to experience and do things with you that she did. She, you know, normally probably wouldn't do. And he you would probably do things with her. If you have that happiness, if you're happy about being with her, if he she's happy about being with you. But in order for those things to 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 be in fruition, you must be happy within yourself first. You got to be happy on those basic levels, not when it comes to, you know, the um, the um, people in the in the possessions. I think a lot of times we skip that. We go straight to that as opposed to being content and happy with ourselves. And not living in the regrets of our past. That's why we have to resolve those issues before we can move forward in relationships. Unfortunately, a lot of society tells you in order for you to get over a bad thing, jump involved with something else. No, you got to make sure you don't jump involved and bring that same thing with you. So that's why I dare to say that in in relationships, you got to make sure even if they go wrong, you still had something to do with it. You were a part of it. So you just can't blame it totally on your ex or I can't just totally blame it on my ex. I had something to do with it. Too, because I was there. So I got to make sure I don't bring that same kind of energy and my new thing, my new my new relationship that won't promote the happiness that I've been talking about. And 10, the final one is focus on all your strengths. 
if you are nice, if you prepare things, if you if you do if you like to, you know, buy your buy if you like to buy things for your for for your for your partner, do that. Focus on that good stuff. And then the weak things, your weaknesses, recognize them and begin to work on them. Okay, my weaknesses, sometimes I just, you know, I don't feel like I don't feel like sitting in the room with her. I don't feel like I don't feel like being with her. You can't do that. That that's self that's selfishness. You can't do that selfishness. You can't do that. Or you're not going to be happy. You got to come sometimes you got to come into her world. And some ladies, I'm going to tell you sometimes you got to come into his world. He might be a you know, he might be he might be into sports. You know, you may not have the the patience and the tolerance to watch you know, the third and fourth quarter and all that kind of stuff. But sometime, because you're happy, you're willing to experience that with him. And that shows him and that fortifies to him that you love him and that you're happy with him. Just like fellas, the same thing. Like some of you, some fellas, you, I know you don't like mushy movies, like love, um, you know, romantic movies and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes you got to get off that, you got to get off your, you got to, Kick in your masculinity and sit down and watch one with her or go to the movies with her. Because if you don't do it, eventually she's going to go with somebody else and you don't want that. Just like ladies, eventually with 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 with, with your with, with your husband or with your partner, you, you don't want somebody else to, to substitute and take your place. Particularly not another female. You don't want to do that. And again, you made we make these choices, but we don't want to follow through, man. A lot of us don't like to follow through. We've tried. We want to. We want to give the impression that we want to follow through, but then we don't. You don't, ladies. Your responsibility is to to touch that man, hold him, hold his hand, make love to him, sex whenever he wants. Men, your responsibility is to give her security, show her that you 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 understand how she feels, that you know that she's emotional, that you can connect with her when she's going through those kind of things. You got to be able to do that too. That promotes happiness. That promote that promotes healthiness in your relationship. So stay focused on your strengths in your relationship. Stay focused. Focus on your strengths and keep fortifying them. Doing them every day. Doing it every day. And you'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. I know some of us, you know, I'm not touchy-feely, you know. I don't like to touch her, touch her all the time. So you got to, you, once you do it, it'll be appreciated and it'll become something that you'll do. And then you'll, you'll begin to like and enjoy doing it. Touch is very important in a relationship. Touch. That makes people happy. So those are the 10, those are the 10 scientific foolproof facts that will, 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 that will create happiness in your life immediately. If you start, if you start to practice doing them right now. So as I, as I wind down, ladies and gentlemen, all I just want to tell you to do is happiness is a choice. You got to choose to do it. You got to create environment, your mindset. And then one, and it has to start with you. If you, you know, you and your, you, you and your um, union with your partner and it's always 
somebody's always grumpy and somebody's always, you know, crabby and all this. You got to decide. You got to decide not to respond in that way because it takes two to tangle. If you always fussing and arguing, somebody has to stop or else that's going to keep going on and find better ways. And I believe if you're happy in yourself, you'll start doing happy things when you when, when it comes to you interacting with your partner. You you won't you won't uh, approach them the same way. And then you'll be more considerate. So those 10 those 10 attributes I say I say to you my listening audience, please begin to practice those things. I guarantee you it's going to make your life the better. Thank you again for listening to our podcast on today. This is Live Well Today. I'm your podcast host, George, and I wish you well, peace, and joy. Thanks again. Until the next time. Have a wonderful day.